Greetings from the Seventh Circle. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Seventh Circle of Film. I'm your host, Kieran, and joining me today is my co-host, the... Yeah, yeah, that works actually. Just the yoga hoser himself, Steph. How you doing? Well, I've been better, mate. Um, I, I say that knowing for a fact that all we do is watch shit movies, but I think these two have kind of burnt me out on literally everything. Um, but, you know, I suppose I'll get more animated a bit later when we start talking about them. Yeah, I felt like I couldn't come up with a bigger insult than just Yoga yeah, Hoser. It... There's, there's nothing I can fucking do in my capacity to be creative, which is ironic because it's lazy as fuck, as Kevin Smith was lazy as fuck during the writing, directing, casting, fucking everything to do with that. Yeah, it, it feels like the humour has been like slowly drained out of me. Uh, and I just... like Physically and mentally and kind of emotionally hurt after these. I wouldn't go that far with myself. I feel more like the fucking meh emoji in that fucking <laughs> terrible film, the emoji movie. Just slowly dragged down in disappointment for a person I fucking loved at one point. Uh, I'm just, you know what? I, I'm feeling generous, just a touch, because I think, Kevin Smith fans, you've wasted your own time watching this shit, so I'm going to save you some time now. Just watch through Tusk. I'm going to be pretty damn forgiving. I'm going to give that film a bit of praise. And then don't bother watching the rest. Just send your account to 7circleoffilm at gmail.com. That's seven with the integer, the number. Just send your account to that. And you will save us both fucking time. Because it's not going to be pretty at all. Yeah, if you... If you um... uh, if you like these films, f- fair enough. All the power to you and whatnot. But um, fuck yeah. you, no. If you like these films, get help. Well, if you like fucking yoga hoses, get fucking help. Stop getting high. I, I can't even imagine what amount of fucking weed you need to smoke. I could fucking roll Afro Man into a fucking whatever they're called spliff smoke him and I wouldn't be high enough to enjoy that yep before we do do you mean I was talking about actually enjoying shit and enjoying films what a foreign fucking concept to us (laughs) Uh, going through the old Kevin Smith stuff I think between the two of us now we have seen all of them like bar I think holiday is short that he did which is also supposed to be terrible. And I just didn't have the patience. I, I think on a whole, at least from my, at my point, I think I saw all the good shit you had to slog through for your life, all the fucking terrible ones. On a whole, he's a good filmmaker, a good fucking writer. See, I, I find Kevin Smith a bit hit and miss. Like he's He sometimes can knock it out of the park and he can make really good films. And then there's other times where it's like, I don't know if it's, because if, if it, how I see it is, he seems to make what he wants to make, fuck anyone else kind of thing. like. Oh no, I don't give a shit about that fucking excuse anymore. Oh yeah, I know. It's it's just, 
more the power to him if he wants if he wants to make like a, a film about two Canadian girls in a fucking shit like fucking yeah in like fucking clerks but for white girls yeah in a shit 7-Eleven with Nazi bratwurst that jumps up oh it's not 7-Eleven it's uh E and Z which yeah there's this thing he has with his critics now with with filmmaking in general where and it's an excuse. The excuse he uses is, oh, I make films I just want to make. I don't mind if anyone else enjoys them. It's not the concept that's the problem. Sometimes Yoga Hoses is just a lost fucking cause. But Tusk, Tusk has a really good concept, and I think it, it works for most of it. The problem is he can't write for shit anymore. <laughs> like, it used to be that the funny fucking dialogue that used to push this mm. shit I um fucking Superman Legends Superman Lives the film we wanted to push on with Tim Burton he got Tim Burton and Nick Cage to jump on it just with a ninety page fucking dialogue he didn't write any prose he didn't write any passages he just had dialogue that fucking kicked and you can do that in Yoga Hoses you can make decent fucking dialogue you can make good dialogue in Tusk you can take any fucking concept and inject some life into it just something a joke occasionally. And he fucking fails to do that at every turn, every fucking possible avenue. It's like he went out of his way to find what's the least funny way I can present this. What's the most juvenile fucking way I can make this shown? Just so I can be the fucking personification of marijuana. I'm not listening to fucking anyone anymore. Like weed heads who say that weed is perfectly safe compared to alcohol. Hmm. Can fuck off. No one's ever got this drunk and made this shit. <laughs> That's al- alcohol's got a fucking safe plate put in there. It's got this fucking you aren't sober enough, you aren't competent enough to operate a camera anymore. You're gonna fucking fall on your ass before this shit comes down. Weed doesn't have that. Jesus. Right, before we properly get into <laughs> something, uh, and I fucking go off for hours. Uh, I've got a tiny bit of structure to push in before we actually jump in. Uh, so they're horror comedies, part of the Northverse uh, Canadian little trilogy. I know um, Kevin Smith also has the Asking Universe. Uh, have you got a favourite Kevin Smith film? Still? Um, so you, now a lot of people are probably going to hate me because uh, I've never seen the classics like Mall Rats and Clerks and things like that. But I have seen Jay and Silent Bob. I've seen um, fucking Cop Out. Jersey Girl. Cop Out, Jersey Girl. I've watched all that. Um, and I'm torn. Zack and Miri Make a Porno is a great film. And so is the first Jay and Silent Bob. But I'm also torn between Dogma as well, so they were all kind of fighting for had... firsts for me. Yeah. It's a good fucking sign, that. Yeah. Like I said, he can make really good films, and he can make really good films that are relatively recent. Like, Zack and Miri came out in 2005. Oh, don't, don't look it up. It's going to make you sad. It's going to make you really fucking sad. 
Second Mary Make a Porno came out 14 years oh. ago now. Yeah. Red State came out in 2011. That's 11 years ago. But that's it's a good fucking yeah, film. Yeah, I've always it's heard just that's well a made. good film, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, you go like all the way back, Chasing Amy, More Rats, uh, Clerks, which I sat down and watched More Rats and um, fucking Clerks 2 over the last few days just to catch up and to fill that little gap. They're, they're fucking funny films. I'd, it never quite jumped into absurdism, except in Dogma, obviously. He went, I've heard he went completely absurd occasionally in that. Yeah, but I, I kind of enjoyed uh, that. No, yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with absurdist comedy. It can really work. I mean, it can fall flat on its fucking face. As Yoga Hoses is a fucking poster child for. Uh, so, yeah, that, that kind of um, piles into the next question. Uh, what actually does make absurdist comedy funny? I think for me, it's funnier if someone doesn't acknowledge how absurd something is. So if it's like, um, I I I can't give a specific example, but if someone does something absolutely absurd and they're like, "Yeah, just play it off like it's a normal day," that is immensely funny to me. From just like the whole nonchalance aspect of it, but I think if you're always winking at the camera like, "Huh, isn't that funny?" Huh, and just gonna repeat the same joke sixty times in a in a row, it's kind of like, "Oh fuck you," kind of thing. If they do it once and yeah, no, done, no. it's fine, but yeah, that that. that... Falls pretty nicely, to be fair, uh, within the stress field that I was going to push for. It's uh, it, with me absurdist comedy, like comedy generally. Obviously, it works as like a defense mechanism. You know, someone comes up with something, they turn in a different direction, do something unexpected, and you laugh as a fucking reaction to it to try to cope with the whole thing. Kind of on that stance, you know, absurdist comedy, it, it's the furthest away from the expectation, so you'd assume it's got the biggest fucking laugh, but no, not at all. It, it, it's a bizarre juxtaposition, but absurdist comedy needs to be as real as possible to be believable. You need, you know, a universe created, you need characters created where you can believe from their perspective that this is something that could actually fucking happen. Yeah. So, um,. Oh yeah, I saw an example online. Fucking uh, the Black Knight from Holy Grail. It, it's ridiculous, you know. He gets his fucking arms lopped off. He'll bleed on someone. But I can believe it because he fucking believes it. Mm. And that, yeah, for something like Yoga Hoses, for something like uh, the scary movies, anything with the Wayne Brothers, it's just not believable. The whole universe, it just it completely takes me out of it. It's not funny anymore. It's not unexpected. It's just fucking stupid. Which comes the problem where like, Tusk still maintains that veneer of reality to keep it funny. Yeah, they're, they're, 
to be fair, with with Tusk, it's a it's a bit less noticeable. With like, um, obviously putting him into a fucking walrus costume and all that shit. Fine, I can believe that in the context of the universe and things like that, and still going about it in a relatively logical way. Whereas Yoga Hose is just like no. Fuck that. We're just magic. Believe in that shit, because fuck you. Yeah, I'm pretty much as good a time as ever. Uh, thought I'd you know, make something out of a shit situation. Make some fucking lemonade out of rotten lemons and all that. Uh, you were... Uh, you, oh, yeah, it's all... Canada, Canadian mm-hmm. stuff. You ever heard anything about the uh, beaver in this country? As we used to have them sitting around, one of the great Canadian animals. Do you want me to just list beaver facts, or no? no, no I was just going to like list a cool beaver fact for you. Why they're fucking killed off? Have you ever heard why the beaver's no, dead? No, no. So, like uh, back in the fucking eight hundred AD, uh, we we had a shitload of monks. Sitting around in monasteries, you know, before the Vikings fucking yeah. slaughtered them. Possibly for the beaver. And uh, you know that whole, like, eating fish on Friday for Christians? Don't know if you ever had to go through that. You, you can't eat meat on Fridays. You have to eat mm. fish. Basically, the monks were fucking fed up with that. So they decided to reclassify beavers as a fish. Just so they could eat beavers on Fridays and just slaughter them wholesale. So they didn't have to eat fucking fish. Oh, nice. It, as far as they were concerned, like it lives in water, it's got to be a fucking fish. Which I mean, it's one fucking step away from gluing scales to a cow and chucking that in the river. Yeah, but so yeah, I put my feet in the water to wash them. I'm a fish. Apparently, uh, yeah, that's why beavers aren't around anymore. These monks fucking, fucking get killing them. Geniuses, the English, eh? Yeah, I think we're reintroducing them now into Scotland. There's a family of beavers now sitting around along with the boars and shit. Nice. Bring back until the monks go around and slaughter them again. Fucking nunneries. (laughs) Right. So, uh, jumping in to start. uh, Tusk, directed and written by Kevin Smith, taken uh, the idea taken from a roommate fake. I think I'm pretty sure they said it was fake. Uh, post that they found and he laughed about it for about an hour and a half high off his tits so Kevin Smith done shitload of films which we've already gone over most of which are fucking funny and are still great to this mm-hmm. day when he's got someone to rein him the fuck in uh, cast wise jump through uh, Justin Long who plays Wallace our uh, walrus who was in Alvin and the Chipmunks as Alvin, uh, Drag Me to Hell, the uh, Sam Raimi film, Jeepers Creepers, who he played the uh, brother, who uh, I'll leave that one be, and uh, he's in Yoga Hoses. Poor bastard. Most of these are, actually. I think all of them. All the cast of Tusk end up in Yoga Hoses in one way or another. Yeah, they do. Because I think presumably Kevin Smith had two. Maybe Hayley Joel Osment. No, he does. He appears as the Nazi. Oh, back in the fuck. past. Yeah, I forgot about that. Jesus, I've already tried to like 
abandoned, yeah, erase that shit from my memory. No, he's apparently Kevin Smith had fucking multiple blackmail pictures of all the cast and crew. Uh, yeah, Michael Parks, who plays Howard Howe, who's uh, really the highlight of Tusk, at least, fucking hilarious. In uh, there came the yeah, then came Bronson, nothing to do with uh, Charles. Red State plays the villain, really fucking good. Death Proof and just a shitload of other Quentin Tarantino projects, like uh, Dust Till Dawn. Um, Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a lot of stuff. And then uh, Haley Joel Osmond uh, playing Teddy, who's in Sixth Sense, uh, AI, Artificial Intelligence, that whole Spielberg. Um, fuck, I forgot the name of the director now. Uh, who directed The Shining again? <laughs> Fucking Clockwork Orange? Yeah, Kubrick. Kubrick. Yeah. yeah, the half half Kubrick uh, Spielberg film. Uh, Forrest Gump uh, basically just if you don't know who he is he's that child actor that just did better than Jake Lloyd and Macaulay Culkin ever did in life he managed to just about escape the fucking shit storm that both of those went through have you seen Macaulay Culkin now he's, he's looking yeah, better yeah he looks healthier now so yeah I mean he used to look like fucking Skeletor on meth but now he's Actually kicking back. Oh, Jake Lloyd's just fucking disappeared off the face of the earth. Fair play. Poor fucking kid. <laughs> and then rounding out, I've got fucking... Who names their kid that? Genesis Rodriguez, playing Allison, who's been in just a smattering of stuff. Uh, Man on a Ledge, uh, Big Hero 6, that um, DreamWorks, Disney. One of them. For Phil or Pixar... One of the fucking major ones. Uh, animated thing and the Umbrella Academy. The uh, Elliot in it now. Elliot Page vehicle. Mm. I will say, okay. Genesis, they'll probably just be like, yeah, your name's Jenny. I hope yeah, so. I fucking hope so. If they're like, Genesis fucking... Rodriguez, get here now. Should have had the shit kicked out of her otherwise. Fucking wait. Welcome to the genesis of fucking suffering. It's a bit philosophical for schoolyard bullies, <laughs> maybe, but. She's probably some rich guy's daughter, to be fair. They're, they're usually fucking related. Here's a depressive fact for anyone trying to get into the uh, industry. You usually have to have been born into it or know someone. Usually fucked otherwise, as demonstrated by Haley Quinn Smith and fucking Lily Rose Depp. So, uh, trivia-wise, uh, Tarantino originally going to take the role of the detective until uh, he turned it down because he thought he was going to be given the role of Wallace, basically. And quite rightly, a 50-year-old man wouldn't fucking work in that situation whatsoever. That would be awkward as hell. Wait, I'm sorry. Quinton Funny wanted the role of Wallace. He, he thought he was going to be given the role of Wallace. Which is why he turned it down. He didn't realise he was going to have a fucking career suicide bullet in the form of Guy Dupont. The least funny thing to ever hit a Kevin Smith film, which it's a fucking uh, I, I, I'm trying challenge. to figure out Quinton's logic in... Oh, 
clearly they're going to make me the leading role, but they've offered me a detective side role. I best turn down a side role because why would I do that when I'm going to be the lead man? I'm taking a bet here. I'm thinking Kevin Smith was high when he asked and fucked up asking. It's just a, a it, guess. It's possible. Yeah. It's more than fucking possible. Uh, yeah, most of the budget used to obtain the rights for the song Tusk by Fleetwood Mac, which is a really good song and does come in at a really nice point. You know that um, the, the ending point where the fucking fight's going on? Between mm-hmm. the two walruses. Yeah, that that song. It's got a real kick to it. Uh, and uh, Smith asked his Twitter followers on a, after the podcast to tweet walrus yes if they wanted to see their hypothetical turn into a film, which uh, has to be up there as one of the worst fucking Twitter polls. It's up there with Boaty McBoatface in terms of bad fucking ideas. Not for Tusk, mind you, but the fact that Yoga Hoses fucking spawned after. Yeah, the fact that both of these are in the same universe, I'm going to blame everyone that said Walrus Yes or hashtag Walrus Yes for Yoga Hoses. So, in essence, fuck you all who tweeted hashtag Walrus Yes. We get that going again. Just someone tweet hashtag Walrus. No, fuck off, Kevin Smith. <laughs> just back at him now. I'm happy for the for the one or two people who actually fucking go through with that. Well done. Yeah. Uh, sitting on our budget box office, three million US dollars for the budget on Tusk, and made a box office of uh, a decent, to be fair, one point nine million US dollars and six hundred thousand in DVD sales. Which isn't terrible for a film like this, uh, to be honest. I don't know how massive the marketing was at the time. I wasn't paying too much attention back in 2014. Did you hear about this film no, when it came out? Um, I literally did not notice this film until about maybe two years ago, when someone was like, "Oh, have you ever seen like you you like Kevin Smith films and you've done this, that, and the other? You've watched." Um, dogma and all this if you ever seen Tusk it's supposed to be pretty good it's like nope and I decided to watch it from that so I watched it about two uh, years ago fair enough yeah I mean, it's uh, it's something it's worth watching it, it's I guess put off a lot of the times on that have you ever seen that horror movie iceberg where they go like most disturbing films ever which it fucking doesn't deserve to be. Yeah. Th- to be fair, I think the first time I watched it, uh, it put me off a little. Uh, but watching it again recently, well, what, two, three days ago now, um, I was kind of just like, eh? I was mostly laughing at it. I wasn't looking away like, oh, Jesus, that's horrifying me or whatnot. I was just laughing my tits off. Yeah. Absolutely. I was sober as the day I was fucking born, but it's just funny. I said it's absurdist, done well. Hmm. 
the fucking whole of it. There's just little statements. It's mostly on um, Michael... Um, I am going to forget his name, and I do apologise. Rest in peace, Michael Parks, who just has some of the best fucking dialogue. Kevin Smith just shines through again here and there. Like someone just reeled him in for a minute, sobered him back fucking up with a bucket of water. Or, you know what? You don't need a bucket of water. Just show someone fucking yoga hoses. That sobers anyone up in seconds. Have you just watched that fucking film over and over again? Someone came back from his future just to give him a couple good fucking lines. Right. Jesus. So, (laughs) kicking off into the actual film bit by bit. um, The first, like, safe to say 15 15 minutes before he goes in and meets uh, Howard Howe, roughly... Have just spent making this person the most unlikable prick on the planet. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, it's kind. Well, it's not really explained, but it's kind of explained in later parts of the film where there's like little cutbacks to fucking him just before he gets on the plane and all that shit. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, like here and there, there's little like fucking flashbacks. But for the time being, just imagine, like the the personification of a podcaster in LA, the most arrogant fucking. I think I'm funny because I say dick occasionally. Guy, I was gonna, I was gonna and say, I fucking, getting, I, I'm yeah, fucking speaking, yeah, awfully close to the wire, and you're like, yeah, just some red, uh, like normal dickhead podcaster, and I'm like, um. <laughs> The difference is, I don't have any illusion to grandeur. Yeah. I'm just an alcoholic that rants occasionally on this fucking thing. This is just mean I can push my uh, frustration out on. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I think I'm funny, but I'm under, no, I'm under no illusion that anyone else thinks I'm funny, so that's the kind of line that I'm writing at the moment. <laughs> I know I'm not, getting, I'm not getting fucking laid from this yeah. either. No, no woman is ever going, oh, you're the guy who talked about the fucking Warp Man Roarers film. Fuck me. Oh, yeah, you watched Yoga Hoses, didn't you? To be fair, who the fuck goes, oh, you're the guy who watched the fucking Kill Bill, he chops his own leg off clip. Fuck me. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they watch um, a clip that kind of kicks it all off, some kid in Canada that's... It's got to be inspired by the Star Wars kid, right? Yeah, it it, it yeah. heavily implies that it's the fucking Star Wars kid. Basically, Mr. Fucking Honourable Samurai lops his own leg off with a sword. Um, it's a lot less funny than they make it out to be, but it serves its purpose. You know, I'm not going to take it on. I wouldn't be uh, surprised if they were putting it on for this kind of shit, just for the audience. But yeah, they get to Canada with it. It's perfectly fine, and he's he's he offs himself um, about four minutes in, five minutes in. Twitch Wallace is an even bigger fucking cunt, and just shits on him, which is something you really want you to protect. I say that you know it, it is pretty great to find like the one person I'm happy being turned <laughs> into a man walrus. I'm all for fucking rehabilitation. Well, whatever crime you've committed, sure, but 
you know, go through the system. We'll see what we can do. Even if you're unrehabilitatable, whatever. Just, we'll fucking help you out. Fucking Wallace, nah. Not good enough for him. He's just too big a fucking twat. He's up there with people who take the fucking socks and shoes off on airplanes. He deserves to be a walrus. And they, they fucking... Okay, this is going to get us thrown off Spotify, but they have the um, Nazi party. Yeah. Actually, in our, our, our accent, that's not yeah, too bad. Yeah, Nazi party. That doesn't yeah. sound terrible. That's unfortunate. Well, no, nah, fortunate. But it, it it's yeah. not... Even, even in this make-believe shithole of a universe where fucking magic happens apparently I don't I don't see why that is a decent name for a podcast that's because you're not a 14 year old boy like the the not see party it's very close to Nazi you know that very horrific thing that happened we want to be associated with that I, I can only imagine whenever they go to fucking meet and greets, it's like one or two mildly attractive girls in a sea of fucking incels. Just nothing but fat fucking neckbeards who find this shit funny. It is ridiculous. It's worth... I suppose it would be worth a fucking chuckle if you were sitting around the pub and just going through shit podcast names. You could push forward. Yeah, but then once you've sobered, nice once you've stuff, sobered but... up, you'd go, oh, that's a bit fucked. Maybe not. But these two twats are like, yeah, this seems like a great idea. And apparently... I mean, it yeah, works well. It's fucking... they're very well rated and they got a load of listeners. So, hey. <laughs> he says something like 100k in advertisers yeah. before uh, t-shirt sales and shit. Which... That is pulling that in. I fair, I'd, I'd, I'd happily uh, push for something like that. Right. So yeah, fucking Lance and not chops his own leg off, and they uh, send Wallace up by himself. There's a bit, a bit of contention as to why he's going up by himself at the start of the film that slowly gets revealed out. Uh, basically, he wants to fuck a lot of girls. And um, his girlfriend quite rightly thinks he isn't funny. Yeah. So right. go up and just mock a disabled yeah, so kid. He he wants to get his cock sucked by some randoms. And he doesn't want his girlfriend there. But the person that he does a podcast with, his best friend, he gives the excuse, oh, he doesn't like flying. Which, fair enough. No, I, I know a load of people don't. But as soon as he's in trouble, I know this is later on in the film, as soon as he's in trouble, his missus asks his best mate, and he's like, yep, let's fly. Oh, he's a fucking liar. That's entirely why he wants to have sex with girls yeah, while on he wants to have the fucking tour without telling anyone else. Misses. Oh, yeah, there's that as well. Which... They're all horrible fucking yeah. people. All three They're of them. All horrible people. So I'm trying to figure out why we're watching it because you kind of you kind that's, of want to be you kind of want the main people in your film to be somewhat relatable. 
do you really want the person who's turning into a man walrus to be fucking the nun from Standard Music? It do you want her to turn into a walrus? If, if, because it's this dickhead that's like, yeah, fucking, this selfish fuck killed himself on the day that I came to interview him. Fucking what an asshole, right? You're just kind of like, well, yeah, yeah. Now I want you to be fucking torn to pieces, you little prick. Exactly, it's fucking funny. After that, I, I, I have nothing against the entire Warus plot. I think it's perfectly set up. They make him massively unlikable. Then they have these little key scenes of Warus oh, stuff. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not it's, saying it's, it's not. Um, it's not well done, or it's not. Uh, it's not funny or it's I'm not saying any of that I'm just I'm trying to argue the fact like why would someone why would you want someone to watch this film if literally none of the people are relatable everyone's an asshole including like the girlfriend his best friend him the only people that are somewhat relatable if you say guy Lapont, no. I'm gonna punch you are just the fucking random assholes going about their day that have like one line in the film and then they're gone? Make a film about those fucks. <laughs> Make a film about those poor guys being turned into walruses. Yeah. I'd fucking feel something for it then. This is just like. Well, I suppose I do feel something for this and that's just shit. Like. Is apathy the best word? Because I couldn't get... Ap- apathy is not something I'd expect with a film I like this. give a fuck. Uh, fair enough. I mean, you, you have to take a step back as well and know they are answering very important philosophical questions through this so that they do have to make it as easy for them as possible to explore that because it's, it's difficult to explore whether uh, at heart man really is a walrus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this fucking film. <laughs> That it's the fucking funniest line in the whole thing. Is man really a walrus at heart? That is a godsend. The fucking delivery of it as well. It's the dumbest shit ever. Uh, we get a couple cameos coming in while Wallace is going around systematically being the biggest fucking Canadian racist around. So this makes Trailer Park Boys look like fucking Degrassi. Uh, we get like epic meal time, Haley something. Haley, I think. Do you ever watch that shit? I think it's Haley. Harley. His name. Harley. Oh, fucking Harley Haley. Shave him. Put a fucking pigtail on him. Works fine. Did you ever watch it? Um, as a kid. Yeah, and because I was a stupid kid, I bought their little cookbook that they brought out. Thinking, yeah, I'm gonna make myself a fucking giant burrito. I never did. Um, Who would? It's a fucking, it's a fucking awful show. Yeah, I, I, it's I the same, that same now. shit week by week. Nothing against the guy, but my fucking friends kept week by week. Oh, did you see the new Epic Meal Time? Oh, was it anything like the last one that was fucking? It was a big. Sandwich with fucking bacon added to it, or was it anything like the week before that, where it was a big fucking sandwich with bacon added to it, or the week before that, or it was something with with bacon bacon added fucking to it? They've got something apparently. 
Uh, after 400 fucking episodes, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, at that point, it's a hard. I'd be I sick of that shit. But 10 years. Man vs. Food didn't go on that fucking long and had more variety than epic fucking mealtime. I don't know when I was long as it did. I I've got no fucking clue. Um, man versus food. Man versus food, great, yeah. I've got nothing but love for that guy. Uh, oh, that ringtone. I know you're asking where that came from. Yeah, it, sa- it sounded like uh, uh, it has- sounded like something that um, Kevin Smith would actually have as his own ringtone. Apparently, it's uh, spliced from an Al Pacino impression that someone did on the podcast at some point. So I'm presuming it's an inside joke, which is perfectly fine. Uh, it works to make him more of a douchebag. Yeah, I suppose. Like you, you couldn't go any fucking worse if you gave this kid good Charlotte to fucking blast out of his phone. Or fucking Kid Kid Rock, I think's the only way you can make him more of a dick. <laughs> Last them all summer fucking long. Uh, so yeah, he can't go see the fucking Lancelot because Kid's off himself. He's a dick about it. And then he finds a advertisement for a roommate in a local uh, like shitty bar called H or some shit. Yeah, he goes into a bar, he goes to take a piss and he like just above the urinals there's apparently like a, 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 a like a cork board and on that cork board there's like a like a long fucking letter that's like oh it's very elegantly worded but it's basically like hey I'm a dude in a wheelchair I need someone to kind of come live with me as long as they can take care of like the normal household duties, then they don't have to pay. And I've got shitloads of stories yeah, it, just in case we're bored. In like the fuck all middle of nowhere. And pretty much. What would your assumption be looking at that ad? I'd be like Isn't there like a fucking health service that does fucking like live in nurse and shit like that you... I mean I wouldn't jump to that far I, I'd just be thinking I'm about to get robbed if I go out into the middle of fucking nowhere either There's that about or to be I'm some, about to like, get really... fucking gang banged in a fucking back alley porno fucking thing yeah some coke addict too his one fucking skill is cursive yeah. and he, he is abusing that shit as far as it can go God bless him. But, I mean, Wallace is an arrogant prick. So he, he goes for it, he jumps on it. Uh, we get introduced to our fucking likeable protagonists for the next film, The Yoga Hoses, in a scene that lasts about, what, two minutes, three minutes? Yeah, it's thankfully short. Not quite long enough to um, showcase their non-talent. No, because they do that in the next film. Yeah, they're, they're saving it. They're saving it for fucking a boot the next film. <laughs> I'm not going to do any Canadian jokes. It has been done to fucking death by this film, and it's tiring. I ended up going mad. 
during like the fucking note watching of these films and just kept writing a boot and fucking ha 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 in massive caps occasionally. I don't know what they're for <laughs> for yoga hoses, but I just went fucking mental eventually. I got really drunk taking everything. Thank fuck. Uh, yeah, uh, not not for a creepy house. It's just a massive fucking mansion in the middle of nowhere. Jesus knows how he got it. I suppose that's how real estate is in Canada, isn't it? If you're that fucking old, you're able to get this massive shit. Yeah, he's got a massive ass mansion. I will say this dude has either got the very quickest fucking rise to. Um, rise to wealth or he's just extremely wealthy and he likes playing different roles where he's like oh I'm a I'm a janitor at a school and I live in a fucking like wooden hut to oh I live in this mansion and I wear ascots yeah I mean I could see the latter being the case to be honest he's clearly a liar like the Hemingway story, it's it's got to be bullshit, right? There's no way. I don't know. That's true it, when he's going through with that. Him being on the boat from the war, where he fucking like he crashed, or the boat crashes, or the boat sinks, and that's where he meets the walrus. I start to run that part. That's another explanation oh, entirely. Yeah, then he's probably most likely bullshit. World War Two uh, didn't have much of a walrus destroy or white great white shark destroy incentive. They had uh, gone through the fucking Nazi sharks yet. That regime haven't gone that fucking nuts. Have you heard about the new uh, dolphin spies? Dolphin that are coming spies. Out now? Yeah, they're strapping like guns and shit to dolphins. Who are? Uh, I believe it's Israel. Oh yeah. At the minute. Yeah. I've got do- dolphin spies now. Fucking the Japanese people fucking hunting them, I guess. Israel, the landlocked country, now has dolphin spies. <laughs> that's that's gonna go. Well. I like to think they've they've got like the um, the Simpsons where they're just bouncing about on top of land and just immediately fucking shot. Oh fucking! You know what? I, I want to show you something quickly mm. and get your fucking reaction. Where is it? I know I had this shit saved. But that, that fucking tea looked decent, to be fair. But fucking Americans and tea, I don't fucking trust them anymore. I got sent this shit the other day. So yeah, he, get, he gets into the house, basically. Uh, Wallace meets up with Howard, who's the fucking best part of the film by far. Michael Howe. My, not Michael Howe, Michael Howard. fucking... Oh, whatever. He, Howard Howe. I'm getting the actor name mixed up with the... Uh, Michael Parks. Okay, rest in peace has so much fucking fun with the role. He's a fucking hoot. Not not a Canadian pun. That was unintentional. It, it just hams it up massively, and it, it's great. Like, every fucking part of him as Howard Howe, as a walrus man, couldn't ask for a better shot at it. it he just toes that line between believability and fucking pure... Mad walrus scientist who, uh, Mr. Tusk, <laughs> named after a janitor, Mr. Tuskegee. 
which is just those little um, nuggets of fucking Kevin Smith writing, that absurdity that it's not built from just Mr. Tusk, and it, it's taken from this other fucking place. It, it's that weird, bizarre leap that's somehow just a little bit funny, just worth a chuckle. Tiny details that are still fucking funny. Yeah, I will say that everything in this film heavily implies to all towards walruses or something. Like, Wallace and Walrus, they are pretty much the same fucking name. Or the same word. Fucking imagine that imagery in your film. Mr. Tuskegee or whatever the fuck his janitor's name was. Yeah. uh, I mean, outside of that, also we get the flashback scene she just said. Um, serve to make Wallace look you know, a couple extra opportunities to make him look like mm. a prick and you've got uh, outside of that like some contrast just some normality just pushed in against all the walrus talk because otherwise it would just be like a 90 minute rant about walruses which don't get me wrong I, I could live with and to, to be, be fair, fair just walrus, Kevin wal- Smith walrus. Would actually do yeah Fucking now, we'd definitely do it. I mean, this film could have served to be about 10 minutes shorter, I think. Honestly, this film could have just served a... to be about 50 minutes shorter. What, you think yeah, just a short? I, I, I don't see... Well, don't get me wrong, it's a, it's a relatively decent film. But... Yeah, there's just... There's not much there, like between half the dialogue just fucking going on like a ramble, and half the dialogue fucking actually being decent. You could probably cut off the rambling and just like, yeah, yep, yeah, fucking that's there, blah blah blah. They find a detective, they go there. Like, you don't have to have them in a fucking knockoff McDonald's or whatever the fuck it is eating with the detective and him rambling about some fucking disappeared ice hockey fucking thing or oh it's gonna have some fucking pun that knockoff McDonald's it's gonna be fucking hooters or some shit I didn't care (laughs) enough to make note of it so I didn't for once, I fucking lost it. To be fair, I I skip on note taking. I just skip through that entire scene. <laughs> you know what they should have done. They should have just made a video game adaptation <laughs> of Tusk. Instead of jumping into yoga hoses, there's been worse. You know, there's a saw. There's a oh, saw yeah, video game. There's a saw one and a saw two video game. Fucking hell! Why? People are fucking idiots. What the fuck? How do you fucking make a game out of that? Press A to not fucking die as fast. To be fair, I played the fucking first one. It. Or I played bit of the first one, I should say. It was shit. But, um... Yeah, I, it's not very sore. Because sore is like, you stay in one room or one kind of factory sort of thing. And maybe you go to different rooms, whereas that... That game was like, okay, so you're in a city, I guess. 
and what but like heavy rain but sore pretty much where yeah, you know that again where you yeah, send your fucking pretty, kid kind you have to go through all that shit yeah it, it's like oh you need to go through this test to save that person and that test to save this person and like okay yeah wh- wh- why can't we have a why can't we have a Tusk video game instead I'm not even saying like a, a point and click would work I think vaguely a la um, I have no mouth I'm a scream I'd rather like a fighting game like a beat em up just with Tusk. Yeah, but every, just have every, go every time your stage. character like it... dies, a piece of him is replaced with a walrus piece. And then if you die <laughs> enough, you are just a walrus and you just charge at people and stab them with tusks. Actually, you just have the mind <laughs> of a walrus and he just sits there doing fucking nothing. It just whinges and moans and you get put in a shitty fucking zoo. And that there has to be like random fucking... 12 hour monologues about what it means to be a walrus that we need to hire fucking Nick Cage for just get Nick Cage to do ridiculously long monologues about what it means to be a walrus at heart say that that how philosophically important it is to be a walrus Nick Cage is um of Howard Howe I would have fucking loved this film don't get me wrong the the dude that plays Howard Howe did a fucking good job Great job. Yeah. It was amazing. Fucking great, but yeah. If it was Nick Cage, I would have liked Alright, I'm 100% sold. I'm in. I'm fucking... I'm, like, best film ever. I might fucking do that now. Make an itch.io game about <laughs> Tusk. I'm going to push on that. So, yeah, after all the flashbacks and stuff, Walrus... Walrus. Wallace is... Not poisoned, he's yeah. drugged. That's the word. Fucking drug myself. And he uh, ends up falling asleep. <laughs> this is a fucking brilliant scene. Where, after he's, he's lost a leg, he's basically had his leg cut off. It's been uh, suited up. And the bone's being used as a tusk. Eventually that you can see um, Howard just stroking away at, clipping on. Which I mean, medically, you just fucking forget about it. This whole film's fucked. <laughs> On the realism scale, it makes no fucking sense. This kid would be dead in that walrus suit. Like, all the infections, all the fucking time to recover. This kid yeah. would be fucked. Uh, it seems like this doesn't take long to do. Like, to change him from human to walrus takes maybe two days. And I'm like, um. I think if anyone had that much surgery, no matter how well you did it, would fucking die. Because you're cutting them open, they're bleeding, they're fucking... They'll mostly fucking... Most likely die from fucking bleeding out or something. Or they're just... Like, their heart would just be like, yeah, you've stabbed me like fucking 30,000 times, I'm done. It's a shame he didn't know anything about internet culture, isn't it, Howard? He could have just got a furry. Yeah, I know. Like, what, what, what's the equivalent? Like a, a blubbery? I... I know they've got fucking scalies for lizards and shit. Is there, a, is there an equivalent there? A tusky? A blubbery? For walruses? He could have just got yeah, someone to volunteer. Yeah, if it's a fish, maybe it's a finny. In this fucking day and age. <laughs> it's not a fish. Yeah. It's a walrus. It's a mammal. We're not going. You're not a fucking monk All right. from the um... early era. You're not killing beavers. 
On stack, don't start fucking calling things fish. You went to Catholic school, I'm on to you. And Manny then walruses. Manatee, Manny, furry. And Manny. Probably fine on it. Uh, yeah, he gets his uh, leg chopped off and he, this, like, uh, he says it's a brown recluse that bit you on the leg when it was the size of an elephant and he starts like adding on ridiculous fucking details that just go on and on and it gets better and better. He can't hide his yeah, like excitement and fucking, fucking giggling like a little schoolgirl. Like, yeah, yeah, he got bit by a fucking brown recluse. Um, I think he makes like a joke, like uh, about him missing a leg. It's probably someone like lose a leg, break a yeah, leg. Yeah, something like that. There's, there's a million ways you could have gone. As soon as that happened, me and Kieran instantly, because we watched this together, um, we instantly went, well, he doesn't have a leg to stand on. Or what was the one that you said? <laughs> No, I, I, I fucking can't we, remember. We basically joined in on the shit joke about a legless man, um, which probably makes us dicks, but fuck it. Doesn't have a leg oh, up. Oh, that's it, yeah, he leg needs down. a leg up or something like that, I think he said. Um, What's that fucking show on at the moment with Adam Hill? Last, He's got he's the last leg. There's, there's got to be something you can do with that. Fucking there you go, Kevin Smith fans. There's another one for you. Just email us better puns about legs, and yeah. then call us a cunt. More productive See, that way. Kevin Smith was funnier. I'm giving you ammo. Don't ever say I didn't do anything <laughs> for you. Uh, yeah, and it 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 kind of follows. It's it's fairly quick. The scenes at this point where we push towards Walrus Dom. It's faint. 30 minutes in, or 45 minutes, I think it's about halfway. It's, it's fairly far yeah. through. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> so, uh, Wallace, I was going to call him Justin. Uh, Wallace basically... Uh, obviously realises he's got his leg missing. He's like, fuck. Um... I need my phone because I need to call the doctor or I want to speak to the doctor or I need to call the police or I need to call my missus and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Howard kind of goes, yeah, no, I, uh, the, the doctor accidentally stood on it because you fell off the chair and, you know, dropped your phone. He kind of stood on it. Doesn't go, oh, write his phone. Let's go clear up the evidence of that. He leaves it exactly where it dropped. Um, takes Wallace to go eat food at like his longest dinner table, like fucking what you expect your arch nemesis to bring you to tea for. Like you sit on that end of the table, I'll sit on this end. Yeah, it's like a Bond villain. He's, he's missing that. You know what? You know what he needs. He needs like a cat that's been turned <laughs> into a walrus. <laughs> Just a stroke. It needs tiny animals just all around the apartment as you've been turned to what you see cockroaches just walking around in little walrus suits. Desperately trying to get ahead. Rats that have just been turned into walrus. Fucking flies that are desperately trying to hold themselves up as walruses. But um 
Yeah, so the t- he takes him for food. And obviously Wallace has been like heavily medicated and morphined up so he doesn't feel his fucking missing leg or any of that. And because of that, he can't... He's like paralyzed. I don't know if that's like a specific drug that he gives him that like basically just... Obviously just like morph... You can shoot someone full of morphine. And they'll have trouble getting back up. So, um, if you're gonna really go for it, like oxycodone, but there's no way he's got access to any of that shit. So he's obviously sitting there eating food, and he's like, "Oh, so you, are you not eating?" And he's like, "Well, no, I'm fuck. I, you, I'm fucking heavily dosed on morphine. I can't fucking move." And then he starts asking questions about what kind of spider and what what did it look like and all that shit. So obviously Wallace is like, "You've just cut off my leg because you're a fucking weirdo." Um. Yeah, uh, brown recluse. It's dangerous, but won't knock you out. That spider fact. <laughs> For anyone. So I was just remembering that fucking... I sent you that Superman lives yeah. thing for Kevin Smith, didn't I? Fucking giant spider in the third act. Wow, wow, west. He's more wild for walruses, apparently. And that's where the quote, the fucking funniest quote I've heard in a long time, is man indeed a walrus at heart. Which I, I fucking burst yeah, out laughing. So the first time I heard that, it, it's so ridiculous, so absurd. <laughs> It's it's just amazing. It's, it's, it's fucking. It's not anything I can add to that. It's just fucking ridiculous. So yeah, yeah. If you have anything to push on that scene, uh, what him asking that question? Uh, uh, that I mean, uh, yeah, any of it. I, the best scenes in the film. Yeah, by I, far. I think any of the points between. I think any point where. Walrus, uh, sorry, Wallace. Wallace, yeah. Wallace the Walrus. Wally the Walrus. Uh, Sounds like a fucking theme park mascot. Kind of does, but fuck it. At this point, um, any point that they, those two, are actually talking together, because when it gets to the point where Wallace cannot talk. It's less of a two-way dialogue as more as Howard Howe just monologuing at him. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't yeah. have it any other way. It's, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. I've interspersed occasionally, necessarily, granted, until we get to fucking Guy Lapont, mm. which I'm... Pff, anyone who defends him, you are a fucking moron. In first occasion with um, Alice, Ali, and uh, Ted, good old Teddy, who were fucking behind Wallace's back. Because any man who says, yeah, you can take my girlfriend to an art show, kind of deserves it. Just a little yeah. bit. That's, that's like, fucking asking for best it. mate and whatnot. And fine. And you can trust people. But if your best friend is like, yeah, you're a dick for cheating on a fucking cheating on this woman, and you should stop doing this, that, and the other, 
and you're still like, yay, fucking, yeah, you take her to the art festival thing that's happening, or you take her to this art gallery. You know for a fact at some point they're going to be like, well, I've got more in common with you, so let's bang. Yeah, it's it's fucking happening. No one wants to take your fucking girlfriend out. Know that something's going on. I, he's going around fucking uh, his fans, which I can't imagine this guy having. I hope to God. I suppose it's this universe, so and this universe is fucked. The Northverse, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it tries to phone back with them. On his fucking terrible ringtone, rather than like just turning on his GPS, yeah, and getting the police there, to track this, him down. There's anything. this funny thing. There's this funny app that you can use now called um, Track My Phone. Could have literally just done that. I've just found nine nine nine, which to me seems fucking more useful than oh yeah, my friend who is in a different fucking country. Can you help me? I mean, they can track your phone, police operators. Yeah, but they're Canadian. They can get to, it. to do that. That's a, that's a breach of privacy if they do that. The same people who left him in a fucking <laughs> at the end of the film. Too polite. Uh, get another quote. He's, he's found out by um, Howard. I can't stop fucking laughing at this. You'll be a walrus or you'll be nothing at all. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, and then he, he slowly converted into a walrus. Part by part, he's I don't fucking, think it's uh, slowly. I think like, it happens very fucking quickly, because... That's yeah. all relative, isn't it? It's not a fucking Pokemon it's transformation. Like one leg's gone. He fucking twats him over the back of the head with something while he's on the phone. And he's like, well, you're going to be a complete fucking walrus now. And then... I don't know why he only starts with one leg. I think, like, at that point, the dude's drugged. You could just be like, okay, you're a walrus now. I don't know if he wanted it to be, like, a slow fucking thing or what, but... And then, obviously, him calling his friends him like, alright, I have to speed up my timeline and just fucking turn him into a complete walrus now. I don't think it seemed like yeah, the type I, to care, yeah. to be fair. Or think he was going to get tracked down at any point. Do you, do you think Wallace was turned into a walrus at any point? Would you classify him as Walry at any point during the film? Or I think more uh, apt, right? At any point during the film... If his girlfriend fucked him, would it be considered bestiality? There's there's the classification for yeah, species. I, I don't I don't feel comfortable answering these questions just because. <laughs> I mean, te- te- it makes you have to think about fucking no, a walrus because he's still human, but he looks like a walrus. It's, it's like. I'd say a shaved chimp at that point is more but human. It's, it, it's, a, it's a similar thing to like furries and shit, and I know we keep coming back to this, and I know that some furries are going to write in and be like, we're not fucking, we're not into having sex with dogs, but 
If 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 just because someone or a person dresses like a wolf or a fox or a fucking whatever, doesn't mean you're like. It doesn't mean that they are a wolf and you're fucking a wolf right now. Yeah, it comes. It's fucking weird, and it's very close to bestiality because you're telling me that you find. A person dressed in a wolf costume or a dog costume is sexy and it means you want to fuck a dog. Essentially. Just, you want to fuck a dog that's on yeah, two all, legs. All I'm, all I'm fucking saying is that if you showed me a dog that had human fucking chromosomes and DNA and then showed me a human that had dog DNA and dog chromosomes, I'd take the human first, even though that's technically fucking out of species. If DNA is the fucking deciding point, then we're fucked. I'm going on. I'm going, once he's in the walrus suit, that, that's it for me. And he's starting to push down that love. That's uh, that's walrus. Full See, walrus. for me, it, he's only a walrus towards the end. Where, like, he's mentally gone, and he's just, like, fucking... He's just like, yep, fuck it, I'm a walrus now. He becomes the Eggman. Yeah. He becomes the walrus. But do, 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 do. at this point, he still wants to be a person, and he's still fighting against this fucking douchebag that's like, well, you best fucking clap for me, motherfucker. You play with your little floatable ball and all that shit, and you eat fish. I think that's him just going. She I wasn't a seal. I need to survive this. Yeah, I mean, eventually yeah. you'll eat anything if you're that starved for food. Eventually you'll, you'll go for that. I don't know why they keep feeding him when he's in the zoo yeah. later. Like here's a cheeseburger, that fucking harsh. You used to eat these. I mean, unless he was a vegetarian, and then fuck him, he deserves to be a walrus. Oh, that guy wasn't a vegetarian. That. Uh, Nah, not a chance in hell. He's that certain yeah. type of arrogant. He's not douchey, snobby to the kind of the vegan side. He he fucking eats nothing but meat yeah. and he brags about it. And he gets in flame wars with <laughs> vegans online constantly. That's the kind of fucking person we're dealing with. Um so so the actual walrus. How does it look, do you reckon? Walrus suit. <sighs> I mean, how do you reckon? Looks wise, yeah. You like it? I mean, it's walrus shaped, and it from a distance you could be like, yeah, that's a walrus. But the fact that he has like an ear on his hip, like the 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 bit of skin that was or used to be part of his scalp, is on his hip. I'm not asking how anatomically correct the fucking human skin walrus suit is Texas Chainsaw Walrus. Actually, do you think it looks good yeah, it looks for the great, film? Yeah, yeah. Fucking nice prop. It's, it's not fucking, like, disgusting. It's no. not horrific. Which a lot of people put forward. I think there's, a, there's this bizarre, like, half split in the Tusk fucking community. You've got people who haven't watched Tusk who keep lauding up as this horrific, oh, watch this and be terrified. And people who have watched Tusk who find it fucking funny, or just hate it. 
Which is the majority. Yeah. To be fair. To be fair, I, I'm on the fence like between 42. enjoying it, uh, enjoying it, and hating it myself. So. I think everyone is. It's just different scenes, scene by scene. Yeah. I'm on the fence with it. I fucking adore most of it, but then it, it just you introduce fucking guy. Uh, so might as well kind of like half and half this ourselves and just go over the walrus shit first. Kevin Smith isn't a great director. That's I think, I think most people agree on that. He's not anything massively special. An incredibly good writer when he wants to be. But I've never seen anything in Mallrats, in uh, Clerks, that was incredible. Outside of like getting actors to do their stuff, which he is very good at in terms of like shot compositions and cinematography, it's not amazing. But the fucking like the comedic pan out shot when you first see the walrus and he starts screaming is so fucking funny. You have to watch it like where they just pan slowly out and it, it, it absolutely a comedic mm. zoom out. It's hilarious, fucking amazing. As contrasted entirely by all the fucking plot with Teddy and Guy. Oh, I'm trying to think of going through the other stuff that is a walrus. They make him eat as he looks through like a little fucking porthole in the yeah, side. Like a little um, a fish, fucking peephole. And hole. then he throws like, uh, he goes out and there's like a portcullis sort of thing in, in the door. And uh, he just watches him eat. Fish and it looks like he like he has one of those faces like he's pleasuring himself just behind the door. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, like he fucking swims naked, genuinely swims naked with the yeah. walrus at one point. And presumably he's done so before with multiple of the walrus. Yeah, because there's a scene where uh, obviously Wallace has like a chain attached around his leg or flippers or whatever the fuck they are um, and gets pulled into the water and like well you gotta swim motherfucker Um, and while he's like trying to tread water and he's starting to drown he's he sees like loads of other skeletons of other people that have been turned into a walrus that's in this like pool. Yeah, countless people who are far smarter yeah, than him and drown themselves. Like, yeah, fuck it at this point, let's just drown. Which I, yeah, I would... would go for immediately. Fuck it. I'm not living my life as a fucking walrus. Even if it was savable, fuck that. Once you go full war, you should never come back. Once you see an old man's naked... So it's it's fucking hilarious. Swimming bath with you. It's ridiculous. It's just, it's too fucking funny, this whole premise. It's, it's struck on something seriously gold here. This is straight out, like, see, Killer Clash around the, space. The fucking Santa Claus. The me is the end where Howard Howe is like, well... Everyone's a fucking walrus, and then he gets into his own walrus costume, <laughs> and he's like, "You gotta fight me to the death because I didn't give the other Mister Tusk a, 
an actual chance from his horrific backstory. And just when it's like, oh shit, Wallace might actually win. He's like, nah, fuck this, I don't want to die. <laughs> and stands up out of his walrus costume and he's got an axe. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm going to beat you to death, Mr. Tusk, I'm sorry. And still loses. He fucking, yeah, he loses, gets stabbed in the foot with that Mr. Yeah, Tusk's tusk. fucking femur. Shut the fucking ground and then uh, raptured out of existence. No, it's yeah. fucking great. That whole scene, absolutely brilliant. But yeah, anything with it, like where he gets fucking John the Walrus gets baptized, fucking brilliant. Where his head's pushed underwater, it's just bizarre, absolutely. Which is a shame. This is intercut by fucking yeah. Guy Lapont and Tweedle Dumb and Tweedle fucking Brick running around trying to find Wallace. You get like 10 minutes in uh, the restaurant, which I'm not even going to justify by mm. talking about. It's just fucking awful. It, it, it's the only problem with the film. It's where absurdism just goes unrealistic. I, I think if they'd have had like the most serious fucking detective, like a noir detective, had a cigarette out, fucking black and white background, and he starts talking about the walrus shit in detail... I don't know, starts fucking tearing up, just takes it as seriously as possible. It would have been a hundred times funnier. Or just even have, like, the the fucking stereotype police captain who's fucking too old for this shit, ready to retire, and just have it play it as straight as fucking possible. Just this fucking guy who get ready to retire is tracking down a fucking walrus killer. That's how you want to play this. You don't want to play it comedically at all. Just a complete misjump, and clearly someone who was fucking high as shit, writing every single part of it. Maybe that's the problem. I just don't get high. I don't fucking smoke up. I don't know. No. You do occasionally, right? No. Oh, you don't. Okay. Yeah, the wrong, <laughs> wrong people, people. Could probably be talking about Kevin Smith films, but you know. If I'm, I'm happy to just kind of push forward to the end. Yeah. Then. Just with the zoo. <laughs> the shittest zoo in all of Canada. Can you imagine taking your kid to that? Mummy, mummy, can we see the man walrus again? Put and laugh at the man walrus. I don't know why I made fucking Canadian psychopaths, but. Uh, who, who the fuck would go? You know what, actually, no. I, I would go to that zoo to look at the fucking horrific man walrus. That society has decided needs to be in there. He could fucking get out of that suit, right? He could go through some level of physical therapy. They could do something with him See, to try I, to save him to I some extent. I don't think it's a suit. I think it's literally his skin. I don't know where they get like the meat and body mass from for him to be in it. But I don't... Well, it's the 22 victims. They've, they've like patched around him. He might be stitched into it, but like his head caves in. Whereas in the water, it like falls in on itself yeah. like a fucking turtle. So I, I think it, it's part suit, at least. It's been stitched together in places, but it is part suit. And you can get mm. some of it off, at least. 
But they're yeah, just like, I, nah, I, fuck that. If that if that is the case, he's already a walrus. Yeah, it's fucking stupid because they could at least be like, well, we'll take him out of it and rehabilitate him somewhat, and not leave him in a fucking zoo. <laughs> nah, it's just fucking. He's a walrus. Fuck it. Too much effort. For this prick He's going to want to be a human again, but he doesn't show any signs of it. Like, yeah, he fucking... He's gone fucking apeshit. He thinks he's a walrus. Leave him in Canada. We're not sending him back... Actually, you know what? If, if I fucking phoned up the USA, oh, we've got this fucking guy who's been turned into a walrus. Who is he? He's part of the Nazi party. Yeah, yeah leave, leave him. him. Fucking <laughs> let him <laughs> stay. Do you want us to send you over a gun so you can shoot it? So I was just sending more walrus fucking toys. Making more <laughs> walrus. Push him further into it. Send him a fucking mate. Do you know what? I do hope they left him an evacuation port, though. That's the one problem I can see with the suit. He's got nowhere to release anything. It's the only time he comes out of the suit. He comes out to suit, take shit. <laughs> As a human, he's just perfectly fucking... He has a cigarette yeah. while he's doing it. And then just gets back into the walrus suit straight after. Just hiding behind a court. He actually just doesn't want to talk to his girlfriend anymore. He's fed up with her. Just pretending. Got really into it. Uh, but yeah. Tusk is fucking bizarre. It it, it takes a, a, it takes itself almost the right amount of seriously. If you took out Guy Lapont. It'd be, I think, perfect, borderline, fucking perfect in absurdist comedy. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of this film that, and to be fair, right? There's there's a um, this is a very fucking steep line to be ta- talking about right now, but Johnny Depp is a fucking great actor. There's some points where he picks. Like like every actor, he does he does a film for a friend or he's interested in a part because of something else. Fucking Tim Burton yeah. springs to mind. This, fuck me, it's terrible. Um. Yeah, yeah. He he's the he's the worst part. But well, I think everyone agrees with that just universally. Everyone who hates the film, everyone who gets on with the film, and for yoga yeah. hoses as well. Which is more damning, in a way. Being the worst part of Tusk, that's possibly fine. Being the worst part of yoga hoses is miserable. I wouldn't even say he's the worst part of it, yoga It should hoses, be career-killing. Possibly not, actually. Is... <laughs> well, we'll get to it. But... Yeah, uh, but... I... For Tusk, it's just fucking great. I love it. Honestly, it's one of the funniest things I've seen in ages. In terms of Kevin Smith's filmography, where would it rank for you? Very low, honestly. It's probably still towards the bottom for me, yeah. In terms of the stuff I've seen. Um, It's got to be better than Cop Out, right? Yeah, it's it's fucking miles better than Cop Out, because... See, this is another uh, another bit of a problem that we talk about, but fucking um, 
Bruce Willis has obviously been is going through some shit now, but and obviously it makes sense why he everything that he does recently or did recently he phoned in to fuck. But oh, that was like twenty twelve. He didn't have aphasia then. That was just him being shit. I think. Yeah, he's always been notoriously a dick. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of bad blood. I'm not going to comment on it. Because I know Kevin Smith retracted yeah, a lot of what he obviously, said. obviously, you're not going to be like, oh, fucking that, that dude that's got a really bad like mental problem now, or fucking... He's still a dick. <laughs> you're obviously going to be like, well... Yeah, just to keep publicity on my I... side, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. You just stay fucking quiet if you're gonna go for that shit. But yeah, um, he clearly had fun with Johnny Depp, <laughs> much to the fucking chagrin of everyone involved. John, do you know Johnny Depp actually asked to be in Yoga Hoses after it. He really wanted to do the part again because he fucking loved playing the character. Because I suppose we're gonna find out Johnny Depp's mentally ill later. In fact, now he fucking... <laughs> you've seen some of the stuff Johnny Depp does. He fucking hung out with Hunter S. Thompson for years. To do, uh, f- you know, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. The the Johnny Depp film from like, oh, the yeah, 90s, I, I, late I've 90s. Oh yeah, I've heard of it. Where he goes through Las Vegas. I've never fucking watched it. Yeah, that, that's, that's the journalist, Hunter S. Thompson. It's based on oh. kind of an autobiography. Right. His life. It's a massively... Um, it's... Uh, Oh, I can't remember the name of the Jew. I can't remember the name of the journalism stuff now where you just jump into it and you go sort of non-objective. Fucking oh. Geronimo journalism or some shit. I can't remember the name of it now. Fucking great stuff. Might as well jump use that to be fair to jump into yoga hoses. Fuck. Yeah. Um, so, as a preface, I said that way too yes. enthusiastically. Might as well jump into yoga hoses. We might as well fucking jump into yoga hoses. There we go. <laughs> fucking leave both of them so people know I made an effort. <laughs> I just know for myself. If you edit it, just leave all of them so people know I made that distinct effort to put in less enthusiasm. <laughs> As a preface, this is the worst film we've ever reviewed. I know we say that pretty much every episode. Yeah, I know we say that every fucking episode. I don't think I'm going to have to next time. I don't think I'm going to be good in staving that off. This is this is the worst film I've seen all year. The worst film I've seen for a good few years. I like what what have, what have I fucking exposed you to? Over the past while, Neil Breen. I'd rather watch that. Fucking oh, uh, spider horrors of yeah, Spider Island. Um... <laughs> that shit. No, they, that was better. Um, the Linkara movie. That's no. I, I respect the Linkara movie more than this. There was fucking Love Hog. He he did his fucking best. Damn him. And he didn't waste. Oh, dude, I I won't say the budget until I get to it. 
he didn't fucking waste a ridiculous amount of money, a frankly absurd amount of money that could have been used to just hire fucking assassins to kill Kevin Smith after he dared come to executives with this fucking idea. You could get Hitman for the amount of money he spent on this shit. Right. Mm. I, you name a fucking film we've done that's worse than this. Oh, you've had less fun watching. Oh yeah, no, that, no, that this is the this is the film that I've had less fun watching. At least with the other ones, there's some kind of like talking points to be like, haha, that's so shit that it's this. Whereas this is like, is this meant to be shit? Is this meant to be good? Because it seems like someone's put a lot of effort into it to try and make it good and it's still shit. Yeah, talking about um, Lucy Lovehog actually, Linkara, it does feel like a YouTube movie. Weirdly, it feels like a YouTuber has got together, has got his little fan base. Which is actually, no, that's what it is. What am I fucking saying? It is just a YouTube movie. It's fucking, yeah, it's just Kickassia done for Kevin Smith's podcast. It's all it for. It's Kevin Smith's Kickassia. That uh, that actually puts a lot into perspective. It's really fucking sad. Fucking if Kevin Smith starts getting in cosplaying in suburban night stuff next, just dresses up as fucking Zelda and goes around with a load of other um, fucking failed filmmakers to hit each other with wooden swords in the next film. Don't say I didn't warn you. Oh, the yoga hoses. Right. (laughs) Written and directed by Kevin Smith. Uh, cast uh, Johnny Depp as Guy Le- God, this is taking energy from me bit by bit, piece by piece I can feel myself draining away the fucking rose is losing its petals God you know in fucking Les Mis where they just like drifted away, no one properly died they just uh-huh. decided it was time Fucking if I had that power now. Uh, Johnny Depp, who's been in so many good films, fucking Pirates of the Caribbean, the first three, at least. Um, Fear and Loving in Las Vegas, who killed, who killed Gilbert Grape. What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Uh, I'm drawing a blank, actually. <laughs> what else he fucking been in? Johnny Depp's been fucking everything. You got a, f- you got a favourite Johnny Depp film? Um... Hold on, let me look up his discography or his fucking filmography, sorry. Because... I'm a massive Hunter S. Thompson fan. So, it's nothing but fair and loathing for me. All the way, which is a character actually done fucking well. Character acting can be done. Um, I'm looking through all his shit. Hold on. Um... <sighs> Jesus, it's like the fucking afternoon delight of films. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> right, so obviously I liked, when I was a kid, I liked Edward Scissorhands and stuff like that. Uh, 
he was the long range is shit. Let's face it. Uh, he was also in Twenty One Jump Street, and he was reprising. Like he's only in it for like yeah. five minutes, but the fact that I played the villain, no, played, right? The drug dealer, an undercover cop in the drug dealer's gang. And oh, I right. didn't know it was yeah, him until literally the last maybe ten minutes when he's dying on the floor and they take their prosthetics off. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, that's uh that's him. Um he's in Once Upon a Time in Mexico, which is like a uh I think it's like a Desperado spin off kind of thing. Fair enough. Right in that. Well, jumping through the rest of the cast while we're on it, just to fucking get through it. Uh, Lily Rose Depp playing. I'm just gonna call him Colleen A and Colleen B. They're both called Colleen. I think one's Colleen C, but I'm not fucking keeping track to that level. She was in The King, uh, Wolf, The Dancer. Thankfully, barely anything. Harley Quinn Smith, Colleen B. Uh, Kevin Smith's daughter, Lily Rose Depp, Johnny Depp's daughter. Uh, she's been in shitloads of Kevin Smith stuff, and uh, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. you know the Tarantino. I don't know who the fuck she played in. That. Shit that came out recently. I, no, I, I can't it up. remember. She her. plays a person called Froggy, and I don't know if that's one of the Mansons, possibly. Oh no, no, it isn't. She's on the ranch, if I remember rightly. Now the Brad Pitt visits. Yeah, I think that's part of the I Manson think, thing. In it? a little commune. I think so. Was it? I, I, I haven't seen the film yeah, in a while. I, I saw it like two years ago. I saw it when back I was in like 2019. Texas, didn't so. watch it again. Um, oh, and we've got uh, Ralph Garman, who uh, just plays a, a Nazi, cruddingly frozen Nazi, mm-hmm. who's done some voices for Lego DC as Batman. Uh, it was in Lava Rantula and Ted. A couple of things here and there. I just I've realised what this film's like a combination of. It, it's a combination of white chicks and you know that one like clip of Steve Buscemi going around how you do my fellow kids in a school. I haven't. You've seen that. I, You've not seen that. Oh, where, where he's got a fucking like they they uh, it's like Steve Buscemi doing Jump Street and goes for a school with a skateboard and goes how you do my fellow kids with like music band on his fucking shirt. No. How has that escaped you? It was fucking everywhere. What was that in? Was that in? Nothing, it's just like a fucking meme. Oh, no. It's been pushed around everywhere now. It it was in um, 30 Rock originally. Uh, Alec Baldwin thing. Think Tina Fey. We're around a load of landmines today. Right, uh, budget box office. Take a guess. If you haven't seen it. Uh, for this film? Yeah, budget. Um, I've purposefully left it out at the yeah, I haven't. I haven't looked it up. I'm going to guess about two mil. Mm. You're off by a bit. Um, oh, fucking five million. It's five mil. This film costs yeah. five mil. Mate, yeah. You can fuck off. Uh, box office of fucking drum roll 
$38,767. Fucking the one good thing about yoga hoses is I, no one is ever going to fund this shit again. Hopefully. Hopefully Kevin Smith's not found like the most fucking high marijuana that's ever existed and he's just going around to exact he's got to have pictures on someone right he's got to have like the fucking pedophile I think at this point Hollywood execs yeah he used to work with the Weinstein company maybe fucking saw some shit took some fucking pictures of some creeps and he's just using that to blackmail twats now he's got to have he's no one no one in their right mind, after listening to the plot synopsis of this, has got to have gone, yeah, this sounds like a good idea to fund, let's do this shit. The, the idea is fatally fucking flawed with this. Though I know Kevin Smith will go, well, I didn't make it for you, I made it for me, I made it to just have fun with you. You've got five fucking million, you took money from people who could have made good shit. And you can't write for shit anymore either, anyway. I don't care what fucking topic you had, what idea you had, what fucking bizarre marijuana-induced coma fucking plan you had to make out a film. You could have at least wrote some fucking jokes that someone could have found funny. I don't care what synopsis it is. What the fuck happened to Kevin Smith? I feel like he's just got really fucking high in his own fumes. It's like that fucking, you know, the... Yeah, it was in the South Park episode where um, snobbery in San Francisco is getting them all killed because they're just smelling their own farts. I feel like Kevin Smith just smokes so much weed that he's just farting out more weed and sniffing it back in. In this bizarre fucking stoner up his ass. Yeah. Stoner snobbery. First things I want to get out of the way. Uh, oh, yeah, trivia. Shit. Um, Literally the only thing, Jason Mewes, who uh, Jay in uh, Silent Bob stuff uh, was going to play all the monsters but bailed out due to claustrophobia. After which, Haley Joel Osmond was going to take up the role, but his uh, agent said, fucking no, you're not going to play any of the monsters, you are going to play a Nazi, which is somehow better. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, first things first, get out of the way now. So this film had some criticism levied at it for, uh, similar to, you know, remember After Earth with Will Smith and Jaden Smith? Mm-hmm. For like uh, nepotism, just a, something to drive your child on to get a better career and all that shit, which for obvious enough reasons is the most ridiculous shit in the world to me. This isn't fucking nepotism, this is child abuse. Straight and simple fucking nepotism you meant to help your child's career not fucking crash and burn like the Hindenburg fucking what's the best way to get my child more work let's put her in the fucking Nazi Brazer film yeah let's fucking do that she'll definitely be hired on she'll be in the next fucking Francis Ford Coppola film after this after she's fucking fought tiny Nazi sausages with me fucking directing it in the least funny thing ever she'll definitely get fucking more work after this Anyone who says this is nepotism is a fucking idiot. Right. <laughs> Good to start. Yep. <laughs> oh. Okay. 
Oh, Jesus Christ, I forgot about the music. Yeah. I didn't. Okay. Yeah, so... Both of the girls, they're best mates in real life, and they went to uh, summer camp to do band shit, music stuff. Summer camp, fucking thing in the US, because parents hate their children, and for some reason don't want to spend time with them while they're... I don't know, fucking... The, the one time of the year that they're actually home. I suppose it's getting you ready for a fucking 12 holiday year in your adult work life. I fucking hate the idea of them. Fucking kids. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Fucking spend some time with your kids, you pricks. But yeah, there, there are four songs in this. Mm-hmm. And what did you say? Like the fucking anti, anti-Scott Pilgrim? <laughs> Oh, I didn't say it. I just said it was oh, I shit. fucking said it. Yeah. I think I, I said it was like the fucking... Uh, this is convoluted and nerdy as shit, but bear with me. It's it's like the anti-fairies from uh, fucking Fairly Odd Parents. That Nickelodeon show. Nickelodeon? Yeah, Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. From years ago. Anti-fairies were just the opposite. It's like Scott Pilgrim Band. Sex Bob-omb. The anti version of them trying to sing. It, it, and it tries to be hip, tries to be fucking cool, man. Where they have like lyrics that stop and they're self aware. And they thought, oh god, what the fuck? She can't sing, she can't act. Could have got anyone else to fucking do it. To be fair, I'm glad they didn't lampoon someone who could act. I'm glad it was two fucking people who were useless anyway. To be fair, there's a shitload of people that's in this film that can act, and I'm severely disappointed that they're actually in this film. To be fair, that is a point, actually. No, everyone in this film is shit, acting-wise, just across the fucking board. Everyone's terrible, so it might not be the kids. It might be Kevin Smith, who's just half his tits directing. That might be, yeah. It could be that. They can't sing. Nope. That's for fucking certain. Right. Okay. On that, how you do my fellow kids. Um, 50-year-old fucking men should never write for teenage girls. Ever. It, 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 any fucking capacity. The amount of fucking, oh, so basic. She looks at Harry Styles buying fucking bacon. Oh, it, it gives me a headache. I could write teenage girls fucking better than Kevin Smith could. And I, I barely fucking met one <laughs> in my time in high school. As far as I'm concerned, they're just this extra fucking species that existed at one fucking point. Mythology, mythological, as far as my high school self was concerned. <sighs> right. Every person in this film has like a no. like an ID card thing that pops up next to them. Like we're supposed to give a fuck. And oh, I found out what it was. Annoying. What I paused for a minute and checked. It's actually the the Colleen's taking a picture of them and posting it online. Oh, fuck's sake! And they've got comments and shit. I swear to God, right? So Kevin Smith's wife—that's the blonde woman, right? Mm-hmm. Colleen's mom. 
uh, fucking he's his daughter's mom. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't sound convoluted like in the fucking film. Her um her image, like when they post it up, literally beneath is is just like oh milf oh I'd fuck her, I'd tap that. Those are the comments beneath. How fucking insecure do you need to be that you need to validate yourself in a fucking film mm-hmm. like this? Do we say that, or he just has no idea what fucking social media is? No one does that on Instagram. You realise that you can see what they're saying, and no one sees a picture from their best mate from school and goes, "Yeah, your mum would fuck her." Instantly, no one starts a fucking conversation with that online. And again, I like think you and me go to, go to different places than online because there's absolutely people that would do that. Yeah, fair. <laughs> But they're horrible, and there's there's hundreds of them. Yeah, these fucking intros, they're never ending. It's 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 infuriating. It's fucking dreadful. Fucking everyone gets one at this point. I think. Yeah, I think it's it, just it to is... take fucking runtime. Like I've there must it... be like fucking at least five minutes of just those like little fucking ID card intro. Things. It's fucking obnoxious, is what it is. There's, there's a film XX, which is a horror anthology, that does this shit. Mm. Like editing that's borderline epileptic and modern and hip and fucking down with the kids, and it's just fucking annoying. Same with um, there's a film called Perfect High, which is a lifetime movie <laughs> that does this shit as well. Granted, it's worse than that. But it's, it's borderline. It's fucking close. Oh, right. The Canadian jokes. I'm going to get them out of the way now. I don't want to touch on them fucking again. I know I said that during Tusk, but I think it needs it bears repeating. Um, fucking sorry about that. Sorry about that. Is it racist? These fucking films. Possibly. I mean, more importantly, is it funny? Which no, no, it fucking isn't. No, no, like this film. Adverse. It seems like with Tusk, he tried to make a horror film and then try and put a bit of a funny spin on it. He 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 ended up just making a really shit horror film that had that was really funny. With this, it seems like he's trying to make a really funny film. And it just turned out shit. No, oh, it's it's fucking horrific. Yeah, I'll give it that. Not in the intended purpose. If he came out tomorrow and said, "Yeah, I was trying to make people miserable," I'd fucking no, I wouldn't clap him. I'd, I'd still fucking punch him. But I'd, I'd get it. I'd understand it. If this was just a massive troll, him high off his tits, laughing his ass off, that people are actually watching this as a film. I get it. I know his excuse, like, I'm doing it just for me. Don't fucking release it then. Just make a short, make a 10 minute short, release it with your kid. Pay for it yourself. Maybe that's what you need. Maybe you just need to be high off your tits while watching this film. No, it wouldn't help. I can't imagine how high you'd need to fucking get to get anywhere close. You need to fucking scrunch Willie Nelson, Snoop Dogg and Afro Man into one fucking joint. And 
put it into your lungs, directly fucking apply it, before you could find this tolerable. Not funny, fucking tolerable. <clears throat> right. Yeah, the the fucking just obnoxious. That's that's all this film is. It's obnoxious, all the way fucking through. Mm-hmm. Uh, epic meal time guy comes back again as well and dies quickly. Yeah, thankfully Pretty, the, the whole cast Yeah. No, I don't mean that in a sexual way. I literally mean a, a sausage run for him. The film isn't it. fucking clever enough to make that joke. <laughs> This film's less smart than Sausage Party. That's that's sad. Fucking, I'm comparing Kevin Smith to Seth. Fucking, which Seth is it? It's not Seth Rogan. Green. Seth Rollins. Rogan. Rogan. Seth Rogan. Fucking too many Seths. Need to kill a couple. I'm comparing Kevin Smith to Seth Rogan, and Rogan's coming out on top. That is sad. Never thought I'd see the fucking day. Right. So the, the two Colleen's are getting chatted up by these, um, like, 12th graders. Or whatever. Fucking, yeah, like, uh, six formers. Or whatever, like, 19 or 18. I don't know how old they are. Yeah, it, it's, on. it's seniors in America and... Possibly Canada, I don't fucking know. But here, I don't know what the fuck they'd be. I guess eight, uh, I guess it would be sick formers. Yeah, perving on fifteen-year-old girls, which is just weird. Fuck. I mean, they're trying to kill them. To be fair, you find out later that they're like I don't know satanic worshippers, which has no relevance to the plot whatsoever. Nope. It's beyond pointless. Just a pad, more fucking padding. There are no jokes that come out of it. It's not funny at all. I don't use fucking anything. Oh, God. One thing I forgot to mention, the fucking, um... The introductions. They have these really annoying 8-bit fucking soundtracks to them. Every time. Yeah. Sounds like fucking Zelda. (sighs) Fuck it, you can take it from here. For a while. (laughs) I can feel my voice going. I really don't fucking want to. I fucking hate this film. And that's coming from me that's like, yeah, the shitter it is, the better it is, usually. But this was just fucking, like, mind-numbingly fucking dull. So... Right, fair enough. So fucking Justin Justin fucking Long is in this again. And obviously he's he's not a dude in a tusk outfit, which, quite honestly, he fucking should have been, because that would have been hilarious. Um... He's a yoga tutor that basically is feet, like teaching an aggressive form of yoga, I guess, which is completely opposite to what yoga is. For some reason, that's funny. Um, that scene goes on for way too fucking long, where they're just doing the warrior pose and all that shit. Um... Apparently that's what they use for a fighting fucking like a, a martial art form is yoga for them. It's less fucking effective than Steven Seagal's fucking martial art. 
They'd be better off doing that force push shit yeah. that he pulls now. Um, oh, and then... God, this is why I, I fucking hate reviewing comedies. Every time it's just that isn't funny. This wasn't funny. It's not fun for anyone. Um, oh. oh, another song. I'm, I'm fucking mentioning every single song that comes through. Just in case you don't. I don't. I genuinely. I I tried to block as much of this film as I could out, so I don't remember which film this is. Uh, oh, song, which song? Sorry, not film. Um, I remember which fucking film it was. Oh yeah, I perfectly. What fucking film it was, but um, talking about what film it was and um, the two cameos. <laughs> oh, by two comic legends. Uh, we got Kevin Conroy. The voice of the Batman, the definitive voice of Batman. What does he fucking have on you, Kev? Has he got your fucking child kidnapped? And uh, your uh, favourite Marvel cameo, Steph? Yeah, Stan fucking Lee, which, fair enough, yeah, Stan Lee's been in fucking Mall Rats and all that. Fine. I get that they're friends. But fuck me, Stan. I know you're dead now, but if this was your last like movie credit in a film, I would have been turning in my own grave, let alone you in yours. But I'm surprised they're fucking friends. I wouldn't do this to my friend. I wouldn't put my friend in this. Yeah, I wouldn't put an old man that made some of the best fucking like comic like comic book stuff out there. I wouldn't put him in a fucking really shit film just because it's like, oh yeah, he's a friend. I want to put my like inspirational friend into a really shit movie about Canadian girls dead. doing yoga at fucking a bratwurst sausage that's a Nazi. I wouldn't put my worst fucking enemy in this shit. Apparently, I wouldn't he put, put his daughter into this. Oh, oh by the way, I wouldn't put you into I, it. I'm really, ang- <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really angry now because. You've brought up the Stanley thing, but Kevin Smith, you specifically, do you have like a sexual fetish for your daughter? Oh God! Right, yeah. Jump on that shit. The in in this in, uh, entirety of this film, you're like, yeah, she's gonna get banged by this fucking blonde-haired, blue-eyed dude, and whatever. And then when she's doing yoga, like, she's in. Fair enough, she's in a yoga costume, fine, but you seem to have zoomed in on her boobs while... And her ass constantly. And her ass, yeah. Like, you make that the focal point of the fucking scene that you're shooting. Like... It's like the rule of fucking thirds and two thirds of that are taken up by her ass cheeks throughout half of the fucking yoga scene. It's bizarre. It's a shot-reverse shot all the way fucking through the yoga point. Except when it's going on her ass, it's yeah, it just <sighs> right. That 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 I don't want to bring it up again because no, yeah, that, it's, it's creepy, it's creepy, and it's probably not true, but there's just like a very sexual undertone of like anyone in Kevin Smith's family. He's like, well, they're sexy, right? I'd bang. Well, that. I mean, it's not. It's not fucking true. I've got that much respect for the guy. He wasn't that fucking high. 
But it, it, directing that must have been awkward as shit. Can we zoom in more on my daughter's ass, please? The fuck you playing at? But yeah. Anyway, um, so the yoga scene finishes. Um, they get invited to a shit party by the Aryan kid, uh, the the Satanist Aryan, whatever the fuck. I, I don't care. I don't want to know his name. Um, get invited to that. Um, go to school. They get their phones taken off them by a uh, gym teacher who is the girlfriend from Tusk. Because apparently any self-respecting actor that wasn't a part of Tusk could say no and did. So they were just like, let's just get the people from Tusk back in. Literally everyone that was in Tusk is in this except for... Oh no, no, he's in it. Yep, never mind. Um, No, I think think it's borderline literally. There's uh, the Canadian cop comes back as the main villain. mm -hmm. Uh, There's the... um, Fucking Latina uh, girlfriend who comes in as PE teacher. Yeah, Justin Long. Uh, Genesis is back in it as a PT, PE teacher. Justin Long is back yep. in it as the yoga guy. And uh, Joel. The fat friend. Yeah, Haley Joel Osmond. Haley Joel Osmond. Comes back in as a Nazi. Comes in as a Nazi. Um, and then there's a few other actors that I fucking recognise. Beyond, yeah, beyond Johnny Depp, which I'm not discussing until we have to, yeah. by contract. There's a few other actors that I've, I like recognise. The dad, um, he's been in a load of shit. The yeah, bold guy. Arrested Development. Yeah, Arrested Development. That's a fucking instantly what I jumped on when I saw him. Fucking is that guy from Arrested Development? What the fuck happened there? Um, the principal as well. I'm sure I recognise her. I have no. The opinion. the girl that gives the phone back. Her phone back. I knew. I fucking know. I've seen her in stuff. And vaguely respected her at one point. Yeah, let's have a look because it will stop me talking about this film for a little bit. Um, the uh, oh, the fucking black principal. Yeah, I know who you're in about. I'm just looking for. Her. Which did you know she was black? Do you, Do you know she makes some references to being black? Oh, f- because the, yeah. the the film. The film lets you know she is black. You know that. She's black. Good. And that 12 Days a Slave, that's about black people. Because Kevin Smith didn't think you're smart enough to work that one out. He has to explain that joke. Just so we get it. Just so dumb teenagers understand. I think he thinks teenagers are retarded. He has the assumption that teenagers don't know who Al Pacino is. Teenagers don't know who the fucking first Batman Adam West is. That they're glued to their phones. I think he just hates young people. Or he's just massively fucking out of touch. I mean. Well, has she been in much? That um, girl? She's been in a few things where she, pl- she plays uh, Michelle Obama. She plays. Um, Beyonce Knowles in the Jay Z film and stuff like that, but oh, that was probably it. Fair enough. <sighs> right, <laughs> fucking you know the magazine where it constantly shows fucking uh, Harry Styles yeah, having bacon. Bacon, yeah. 
which that's that's what the kids read so down with the kid i'm going to i'm going to run out of fucking synonyms for down with the kids hip groovy i'm going back to fucking groovy the least hip word ever yeah. hip to be fair has run out of fucking fashion but it has um next to the harry styles thing it's got an article on danny trejo walking his dog yeah What's the crossover between Danny Trejo a, fans and just friends, Harry Styles Danny fans? Danny Trejo is friends of the, uh, uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. Fucking possibly not anymore. Um, After he's been putting used, that, I wouldn't be friends. I used to listen to the uh, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old uh, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old podcast, and there was a couple of episodes where Kevin Smith obviously had other things. If he was making this film, then fuck him. But, um... Obviously, he couldn't turn up for a couple of episodes. Uh, so they got Danny Trejo and some other kid to do it. So, that's how I know Danny Trejo fucking, some, for some reason, likes Kevin Smith. and I, I still do fucking like Kevin Smith. You're on this, oh shit, on this all, no, but I, I fucking talked to the guy, because he's still funny. Somehow. I, okay, it's, you know, I haven't listened to his podcast at all. He might not be anymore, he might have just lost it to weed. And burn out after Zach and Mary. Fuck knows, but the man I know is still fucking funny. Somehow. Against all fucking odds. Uh, Right. I'm kind of skipping over a lot because I want to. Yeah, I've got other shit to do today, so I need to fucking speed this up. <laughs> fucking pretend, pretense that you've actually got a life. And I'm shit supposed to be to going out with. for a meal, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, careful of fucking bratsies. Yeah, sitting about. It's a fucking Sunday. Why are you going out? Because we don't want to cook. Is that a Sunday? Uh, right, fucking here's a speed up. I might fall asleep. Actually, fucking guy comes back in. Guy Lapont. Yeah. Fucking uh, running gag where he has moles that pop up and he has more moles as the scene goes on. Yeah, they the mole randomly moves to different sides of his face or something. And like that's that. um, that's funny. Yep. That's comedy. There he is. That's that's yeah. I think that's that's why I just wrote ha 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 in caps. Quite possibly. Below that. To be fair, I I've, I've noticed that a lot. Like it started off. Um, the note started off as yeah. There's four companies connected to this shit: child abuse, <laughs> anti nepotism. Two actresses spent a year. Like you've put fairly detailed notes at the start, and they just get shorter and shorter and shorter <laughs> to the point where it's just like credits. I forgot to mention that actually. Yeah, there are four companies involved with this shit. He somehow managed to scam four different fucking executives who I hope have lost their fucking job. Yeah, I fucking hope so. I who, think they've. I, whoever I'd took hope this that that five mil was literally everything they had. I hope. I hope they're fucking dead. I hope they're gone. They're in the fucking grave and can't do this to anyone else. Well, right. Probably not in the movie business anymore. That's probably a good thing. 
fucking careers are dead at least. Uh, yeah, so uh, seniors. Um, I've seen that kid as well, that blonde hair, blue eye kid. Mm. He's, he's been in yeah, shit. Yeah, he's been in shit, but he's also been in this, so I've lost all <laughs> apathy. And So he is as good as shit. Uh, they've got nothing to do with the Bratsies. They're fucking. They're killed by them, but they're, they're like an irrelevant fucking tangent, just to get Guy in the film to get Johnny Depp's character back in. Uh, they end up dead. They end up getting a uh, fucking spoiler alert for the one high guy who forgot the plot of the film. They uh, the Bratsies fucking go up their asses and spill through their insides. He's. Mm. And apparently, the police think the girls did that. So they, they must have like gone through the intestines, right, and just went up. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, two things. One, does Kevin Smith know that that helmet—that's a World War One German helmet, not a Nazi helmet? He knows that, right? The, the little spike on the top—it's not Nazi at all. And. Um, they die way before they got to the top. Like they'd be fucking slaughtered. The liver would be cut to shit. The heart would be cut to shit. They'd be fucking dead. Like immediately bleed out. Mm-hmm. Because you go through the entirety of the intestines. Otherwise, that bratty is taking hours to climb through that shit. Right. I will say, it is Kevin Smith in the fucking bratty costume? And he's animated oh. the legs because he couldn't be asked to run. Too high. I Too thought, high to be running on the ground. That was the funniest shit because he's basically moving his arms like his legs were flat, like legs were straight, or he was sitting down. You know how that, how people fake running. He fake, he yeah. fake run, he fake ran. While fucking all that shit. And then someone went in afterwards, animated it so it looked like his legs were moving. <laughs> and it's the shittest fucking thing. Just run. You're not. 50 isn't that old that you can't fucking run. You're just lazy at that point. Fuck off. Every special effect in this is terrible. Yeah. All Killing of them. the Brat season, they burst into like. What looks like neon green confetti, confetti but it's supposed yeah. to be sauerkraut, I think. And it, it it it's not actually fucking sauerkraut. It's not the practical effect. They just like throw it at the screen. Yeah. In effects, it's it's so bad. So fucking yeah. So guys, there and he's talking about his fucking book about the tusk dude. He said one person. I don't know why this fucking matters, but apparently it does. Um, one person wrote a good uh, 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 review on his review? book, and everyone else shit on it. And at that point, he was like, "Well, fuck all the reviewers." And I, I think it's partially ad living. Partially because Kevin Smith's had a very tumultuous relationship with reviewers, and I know he said in a tweet mm. at one point that the uh, monster in this is meant to be like killing him for having a bad relationship with reviewers. Ah. 
Right. I'll bear in mind for the Bratsies, this was $5 million worth of Bratsy. Just keep that in your yeah, head. Probably, Maybe they fucking spent it all on Wart Tech. No, it was probably the fucking $3 million spent on animating his fucking legs. $3 million spent on animating his legs, <laughs> $2 million on weed. Yeah, that sounds about right. And probably 50p on everyone's paycheck, because fucking that's about all it was fucking worth. Um... They got paid more for this than I will probably ever earn in here. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, Johnny Depp reacts to... Uh, re- I don't understand that fucking... <laughs> yeah, so I lost it at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, I think some of these now are just like, uh, what are you trying to oh, say? I basically, right, so they, they, they end up getting arrested. The seniors get killed off by the Bratsies. Mm-hmm. The scene is that we're going to demonically fucking sacrifice them or that some shit. Yeah. And uh, Johnny Depp listens to them talk about the Bratsies and reacts how any other fucking movie executive should have, listening to the plot from Kevin Smith in a, I don't fucking believe you, get the fuck out of my office, whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, they come up with, uh, oh, there's a secret passageway. Make it up so that they can get out. And then they skip the scene of breaking them out of jail or getting them out of jail. It's never said Yeah, because he's shown Guy Lapointe to be completely incompetent at this point in both films. And no one actually believes that he would be able to get them out of fucking jail. But if they do the cuts, like do the little... Oh, they're already out. He doesn't have to explain how someone completely shit got them out. It also makes Guy pointless. Oh, yeah. In- entirely. Well, he's pointless anyway because he sits in a chair for the last fucking bit of it. <laughs> he's He's pointless throughout the entirety of this fucking film. Oh... Yeah, um, so they, they, they head back to the store, trashed about, and they uh, they find a, a random secret passage. Fucking so lucky. Yeah. So basic. They've so worked, fucking basic. Their, their dad has owned this fucking shit place for fuck knows how long, and they've used that toilet god knows how many fucking times, but now it's a secret passage. He's had it for years, but we've only just found it because some fucking sausages were attacking people. Fucking sausages. So random. Fucking get out the party poopers, party poppers and shit. Get out the fucking chihuahuas. It's so fucking random. And they find a Nazi and get this. Fucking hold on to your sombreros and shit because we're so random here. He does impressions of movie stars. Mm. So, uh... And because the the kids, because they're just teenagers, they don't know who Al Pacino is. And they don't know who uh, fucking Adam West is. Hilarious. They don't know who Schwarzenegger is. They, and they do the most fucking hilarious. And I, no, no sarcasm whatsoever. Bereft of sarcasm. The funniest uh, Christian Bale impression ever. Where's the trigger? That that wasn't grating in the slightest. That wasn't incredibly fucking annoying. 
you know, you know the problem, mm. right? If they'd have actually succeeded in making these characters like teenage girls, which they didn't, these are teenage girls written by fifty-year-old men. But if they'd have succeeded, it'd have still been annoying because teenage girls are fucking annoying. I don't know what they were trying at. It's that whole. It's not funny. None of this is fucking funny. None of this is amusing. This is all just painful. Just a slog. One fucking foot after the other going through fucking bratsy guts. It's miserable, however you slice it. And in that case, that makes this the worst horror film we've ever done. And ever going to do. I'm willing to bet money on that one. Yeah. I am I'm willing to set you up on that. I'll put 15 quid on that. This is the worst we're ever going to fucking do. Um, I'll find something worse. I wouldn't recommend taking that bet. I'll find something it's, worse. You know, you're going to have to watch it. Yeah, I know. But for 15 quid. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, the big hockey monster. Yeah, so it's... it's Recycled. It's a recycled from... husk fucking outfit. Just cut up into pieces with a hockey mask yeah. and a giant fucking hockey stick. Yeah. Which uh, ends up killing the Nazi. Yeah. Fucking. Fucking the more characters dead in this film, him better. Into the concrete. And then we get an oh so cool uh, yoga fucking fight scene between the yoga hoses. What a dumb fucking name. If you listen to the episode that this is based no. on, it's just Kevin Smith was really high, found the word, the phrase yoga hoses really funny, and they just, for an hour and a half, made jokes about yoga hoses. Yeah. It, it's somehow less listenable like, than the film. Like, so, so, like I was saying, I, I listened to the Jane Silent Bob Get Old podcast. And the reason I listen to that is because Jason Mewes has some genuinely funny stories that end up being horrific anyway. Because obviously he was a fucking heavy drug user and whatever. But yeah, they, they always had some kind of funny story attached to some kind of fucked up situation that he was in. And it was always... It always seemed like... In those episodes, it always seemed like, yeah, fucking Kevin Smith has got his actual funny friend on to talk about some things that has happened in his life. And Kevin Smith's kind of going, yeah, yeah, he's a great guy, but look at this fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Like, it always seems like he's going, yeah, fucking this guy, he's a fucking dickhead sort of thing. It always seems like he's mocking his friend. And that's how he gets his laughs. And I don't know if that's... I don't know where I was going with that, but... I I do the same to you. Yeah, I know. You forget how I edit this fucking shit. I know. And when I edit... When I edit it, I do the exact same thing to you. (laughs) But... Or, uh, well, I do the same thing to myself as well. I don't don't discriminate. That's just incompetence. That's not a... Oh no, I've purposely, like the last episode that I made, I purposely made it so I told the joke and then edited a silence so that there's silence after the joke so no one laughed at it. Oh, masochism. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Fair enough. Yeah, it, 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 for me, Kevin Smith, he can do funny dialogue and he can do, he can be funny, but it always seems he's funny at the expense of someone else. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what he's tried to do in this film. Like he's tried to do. Uh, well, like... for this one, it, he's funny at the expense of good taste. And like the fucking Canadian people, the honor of cinema. Yeah, funny at the expense of good cinema. Yeah. Funny at the expense, not funny at the expense of good fucking cinema. What am I saying? And then there's another fucking song at the end. <sighs> I'm grinding my fucking teeth. I'm gonna need a mouth guard after this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This is one of the worst films you'll ever see in your life. I do not. I don't fucking recommend it to anyone. Whether high or not, just don't don't watch it. Tusk, watch watch Tusk. Tusk is good. See, I, I'm I'm on the fence about Tusk. Like, it can be a good watch if you know what you're going into. If you go into it expecting like a fucking horrific like horror film, then you're going to be disappointed. And if you go into it expecting it to be like this hilarious, like balls to the wall comedy, you're going to be disappointed. If you kind of sit down and just you want some, just yeah, watch it, just sit down, watch it, and if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Either way, your opinion is valid and correct. Yeah, uh, I think either way, even if you don't like it, it's definitely worth a watch, just to see this fucking bizarre thing, and and what happens when you actually have good absurdist comedy or a good premise that's executed decently. (sighs) Fuck me, right. I'm going to get through this as fast as I can, because otherwise I'm going to start ranting Mm -hmm. again, and this is going to go on for another 30 minutes, I'm going to have to edit that shit. Uh, in terms of like recommendations outside of this, um, start with like Kevin Smith films. Pretty much like the rest, the, the films I've seen, the rest of his discography: Clerks, Clerks Two, Chasing Amy, Morats, Red State. Uh, yeah, like all of those in terms of horror stuff that's close to this. Um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, fairly close to Tusk in terms of absurdity. I'd recommend uh, the Saint Claus film set in Finland with naked elves. Right. I can't remember the name now. That's that's really good. That's kind of close. Um, do you remember a fucking cartoon show on Cartoon Network called Mr. Meaty? No. Ah, uh, it kind of reminds me of that. What watch that as well? That that deals with either the Bratsies a million times better. It actually it feels like a Mr. Meaty plot. <laughs> Just done poorly. Mr. Meaty, they were high off the tits doing that as well. It's a fucking weird, but it, it takes it in a fun direction occasionally. Uh, got anything recommend? Um, if you enjoyed Tusk. Right, so firstly, Kevin Smith films. Second, Mary. Jane Silent Bob 1, don't watch 2. Because... Uh, Again, nepotism turns up in that. Watch Dogma. I've been told Red State's great, but I can't personally recommend it because I've never watched it. Um, 
but things that are similar to Tusk. Um, nothing that I'd recommend, but like, if you want like, uh, like body horror kind of thing, like human centipede sort of thing, maybe. If you want like the comedy, I I, I don't know. If you want the comedy, Human Centipede Two, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I I don't know about the comedy side of Tusk because it's very. It's absurdist. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's, it's it's ridiculous. It's very unique, if anything. Yeah, I. It is kind of one of a kind, uh, and I, I am glad I watched it, and I'm glad that I'll forget yoga hoses one day. It might be a long that that, that will time. eventually be erased. I, it, I'm looking forward to it though. Yeah. It's something to anticipate in my old age. It's why I drink now. <laughs> Early onset dementia, just to get rid of fucking yoga hoses. Seems like a worthy trade. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, um, I'm going to start before Kevin Smith releases a third fucking film and I have to start talking about yeah. that. Oh, he's making Clerks 3? <laughs> he's making a fucking third uh, Northverse film. One of these oh, yeah, fucking fuck pieces that. of I'm, shit. I'm done. <laughs> like, like we always say, once we've done the f- like, once we've done like uh, a couple of films in the trilogy, we're done. We're never touching that fucking trilogy again or that series again. So... Yeah. For the fucking one or two people who sat through me ranting, well yeah. done. To be fair, this might be our shortest yeah, episode MVP. just because we were so fucking yeah. angry. <laughs> uh, uh, cheers for listening. Yeah, thanks guys. Thanks for listening to us. We'll be less angry yeah. next time. We'll try to do something somewhat <laughs> decent next time. Have a good one and bye. Ta-ta.